0: All right. Welcome everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast today. I want to kind of use myself as a little psychological guinea pig. Uh, We do a lot of advisements where I give people coachings and tell people how to, you know, practice and work through some of their problems. And anytime that I myself get in a pinch, usually what I do is I look around and find out that I have not been following my own advice. Um, even in the face of being warned against you know, taking on too much and burning the candle at both ends, uh, you think you're going to outsmart the mathematics at some point. And, and when it catches up to you, I find myself in this spot that I am right now. So what I have to do is I have to reframe things so that I don't get myself in a funk. Because once you're there, once you're in that funk, it's really hard to pull yourself out of that little rut and, and get back in, into motion. When you look at the math... Even when things get tight, more goes on in the psychological world than it does on the physical world. If you add things up in comparison, still things are pretty good. The schedule's almost what it was before. Yes, you probably have 1% or 2% more stuff than you can actually get done in a day, and you start to worry, and then the worry makes you less motivated. And then because you're less motivated, you get less done, and the cycle, it sucks down the drain. And so what I have to do is I feel like crap, and... excuse me, and I don't want to give into it. I want to be delusional in the fact and feel sorry for myself and go into self-pity mode. But in reality is that, you know, listed out on paper and, slow myself down and stop my brain from an imagination running away with things that I should be afraid of. And then I can call myself back into, you know, a position. I just explained this morning to my 12 year old when we were talking about, you know, managing your emotions to be able to take a logical approach to things that are, you know, that that are getting in your way and bothering you. While I was saying the words to him, I was saying them right back at myself. And I felt a little shame and disappointment that I can't believe that I can't even heed my own advice. Now, I'm giving this advice as from a third party perspective, and so I would be giving this advice if it were to myself it's it's not like an objective thing where <clears throat> or subjective thing where I would let myself off the hook. This is good advice no matter what uh no matter what or who you are uh, because honestly, it's about problem solving, and you don't have an emotional connection with the problem. It's just a problem that needs solved. Um, you're just a self-motivator where instead of other people cracking the whip on you, you got to crack crack the whip on yourself. So people are asking me today, hey, how was your vacation? And everything in me wanted to complain at them about how hard things are, right? Because the first thing, I feel so bad that I can't wait to tell somebody about it. Now, the problem is that as soon as I go down that road, then I've just committed to the fact I'm in a rut and I'm You know, so I'm in that delusional state where I'm not quite committing that I'm in a rut or a funk, uh, because I don't want to be there. But at the same time, my body's exploding with one wanting some sympathy. I need somebody to share in the pain with me a little bit, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to burden anybody with you know, what I'm doing, what I'm, what I'm going through, but it's exactly what I need. So I have to be there for myself. I got in front of this microphone today, not for all of you, but I needed this. I needed to talk through this crap. Uh, This has to be a journal to myself as a reminder to, you know, to suck it up, not in a mean way, but all you're doing is wasting time. Like tomorrow you're going to do exactly what you felt like uh, doing tonight. And you're going to be a little disappointed that you wasted a whole day getting to the point on doing something you know you needed to do. So I was explaining to my son this morning, like, okay, well, once you get all wrapped up in something, you get angry, you get frustrated, right? Now you're committed and you want to be angry. How do you change your frequency and get yourself back to right so you can, um, you know, get something accomplished? And I gave a, I gave him four different strategies, you know, you change your frequency by changing your state of mind. And number one, when we agreed, uh, the, the number one method that works for me is to be generous. Like, go help somebody. Quit feeling bad about yourself and go help somebody. And usually what ends up happening is you get some perspective that your plight, in comparison, now you can frame it in your brain that you have, a good, have it good, but once you start, go out there and find out what real people are, are truly struggling with versus what you're struggling with, then you really get a kick in the throat and say, you know, suck it up, buttercup. You, you, you got it really good and you should be thankful. Uh, one of those things where we were traveling and do you ever have like a, some compounding problems where there was one problem and then another one stacked on top of it and another one stacked on top of it? Well, that's what happened to me on the way back. Now, first, I'm traveling home on the day uh, on Sunday right? So everybody and their mother was traveling back after Thanksgiving vacation. And so an eight hour driving trip took about 12 hours. And if you've never driven 12 hours before, it is not fun. And it wasn't just straight driving. It was drive 50 miles and then stop in a 20 minute, you know, traffic jam. And you just keep doing that the whole way home. And it was maddening. I was mentally freaking drained. And so um, we needed to get the. Uh, it, I, I drive, I'm driving a motorhome, and so I needed to get the electricity going. And I hit the generator button, and the generator started making all this freaking noise. So something's noticeably wrong with the generator. So I'm like, okay, I got to get home now. And I fix the generator, and I'm rehearsing in my brain how I'm going to fix this generator. Started worrying about it, and then I'm driving, and it's raining, and it's dark. I'm just annoyed as all could be. And my mirror, my left side mirror, um, it has a. A, a screw adjustment and it can loosen itself if it, you know, enough wind comes along, it could be loosened. So I'm driving and I lose my not lose as in it falls off, but it losing as in it tilted or, you know, went to an angle that I couldn't use it as actual functioning mirror. And so now I have no mirror. I can't see the left lane. I'm stuck in the right lane when it's raining and dark. My generator won't work. Now I have no vision on the road. So I'm like, you know, I'm ready to freaking check out. Like, get me home. I'm gonna drive 50 miles an hour in a right lane if I have to. I'm not changing lanes. Just get me home. <clears throat> so I get to my development and I pull in. And uh, uh, what what happens when I pull in is the I was towing a jeep, and the bracket or actually the hitch that's welded on to the frame of the motorhome breaks off at the weld, right? And so all the mechanisms of safety, like the automatic brake and the you know detachment emergency things, all of that stuff is connected to the the hitch. And so if the hitch breaks off, all of that none of the emergency stuff kicks in, and my Jeep flies away from my motorhome and it smashes into a uh, water plug, a, a fire hydrant. And so it went into one of my neighbor's yards. Now, thankfully, like, I'm I'm rationalizing. Like, I'm emotionally drained, and I just want to be home. And now I'm messing around with police reports and taking out my neighbor's mailbox and smashing it in the fire plug, the damage on everything now. Um, and <clears throat> so the whole time I'm thinking, my God, if, if that thing would have broken loose somewhere through the Pennsylvania Turnpike or West Virginia, it could have very easily... One, like, just went off the side of a cliff, or two, went out in traffic and killed somebody. So in that perspective, like, how lucky did I get that it waited until I was in my development to break loose? Like, you know, think about it. Like, I never felt the thing disconnect or break loose at all. And so, like, if I would have got home and a Jeep wasn't wouldn't have been there, and I started dr- driving backwards, like, how long would I have had to drive to figure out where the stinking thing went off the road? Like, what would I have even done? Right. Because it could have happened in West Virginia. Would I have to drive all the way to West Virginia looking at the side of the road till I saw my Jeep somewhere? Do I wait for a phone call? Like so lucky that it happened when it happened. Now, all of that, all of it's survivable. Right. All just annoyances stacked up. It felt like being crushed by, you know, a never ending cycle of uh, of those annoyances. But still, in the in the in the thing, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's all honestly not that bad. But the pressure of it, feeling on my chest, is that it's putting me in a bad mood. It's making me a little sad. It's changing my psycho psychology, uh, my or my psychological state, uh, my state of mind. Uh, and so I feel in this moment there are probably. People that feel hopelessness and desperation, because I know I can bounce back from that kind of stuff. It's not anything that's life-ending. Think about how many people that are at their wit's end, their bank account's just at about zero, there's no opportunities in front of them, they don't have a friend in the world, they feel alone, and then they get stacked up by a couple of those annoyances, and think about the hopelessness that would be felt by that person, so talking all the way through this is I don't really have a good reason to gripe. Yes, it sucks and could have been better. And I got smashed on a day that, you know, I, I I wasn't, you know, real mentally capable of doing it. But in the end, if I look up at the sky, look at the grand scheme of things, stop feeling sorry for myself, I could be thankful and go out and find somebody who's in that hopeless state and help them. So I wanted to talk to my way through this as just a way of helping myself and then you know, if anybody out there that, uh, that listens to this sometime in the future finds themselves in that same predicament, it, you're not going to want to hear the fact to stop licking your wounds and go help somebody out. But in the moment, it's really about the only thing that has worked, and it's working right now as I'm, you know, a- a describing it here. So that's something in practice right away. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is the Joe Danier Podcast.